And when, when Henry, as he started to pray, he asked that God would release his fire in that church. Well, I, then I saw a row of angels all across the front of the church. And they were just throwing fire out over the church. It looked like a blanket or a sheet of fire that was coming out from those angels coming out. And then th that sheet of fire turned into individual flames of fire that started falling on the people. But before it got to the people, those flames turned into like a ball of fire. It was like a little round ball of fire. And it came down and it just started hitting people on the head, just boom, 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 all over the room. And I was looking at that, and I could not believe what I was seeing. And, and uh, after, after a period of time, as I kept looking, I thought, wait a minute. You know, because everybody wasn't getting hit with that fire. And the Lord just spoke to me about, look at the people. And so I started looking at the people. Now, to be honest with you, I don't know if I was seeing. Can you hear me? There. I don't, know, I don't know whether I was seeing with the eye of my spirit or with my natural physical eye, but I could see the, on the countenance of the people that had not received that, that there was, there was like, a, like a fear, there was like an apathy, there was a resistance, there was like a, um, uh, you know, not being really yielded to what God was doing. And as I was looking, I began to see that countenance change right before my eyes. It was like all of a sudden, from a hardness, it just became real soft. And it was like there was an openness now to receive. And right when that countenance changed like that, that ball of fire would hit them. And it was happening all over the room. Well, then there were still other people that that ball of fire was still just kind of bouncing above their head like that for a long time. And then slowly they just disappeared. They went away, and the people never got it. And I thought, God, what, what's happened here? You know, why didn't they get it? And God just spoke to me. He said, well, you know, because, you know, they're just like you. And I thought, well, <clears throat> you know, dealing with a lot of issues and dealing with a lot of, 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 of religious tradition Dealing with areas of sin, areas of their lives not yielded to the Spirit of God. And they couldn't receive. And God showed me that what he was pouring out was available for every person there. There was a ball of fire specifically for every person in that room. And there were three groups of people one group received it instantly. I mean, it's like, boom. Then there was, uh, there, there was a second group. They, they were slower. They were more resistant, but as they began to yield, then they received it. There's a third group that never got it at all. Okay? Now, over in, uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, 31, uh, right at the end, Paul said, I die daily. And the first time I read that, I thought, you know, what? How could he do that? I mean, did they have a funeral for him every day? <laughs> well, what does that mean? What, what, happens, what happens when a person dies? Well, there's a separation that takes place. There's a separation between the flesh and the spirit, right? Okay, 
the flesh goes into the ground, what happens to the spirit? It goes to be with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so I realized, wait a minute. You know what Paul's talking about here is saying, he's saying, I would rather live every day in the presence of God, not living after the desires and the lusts of the flesh, my own agenda, my own uh, doing my own thing. But I want to spend, spend every day in the presence of God. And I thought, whoa, you know, that's exactly right. You know, back there in June 2002, I died. I really did. I died. But did you know what? That death is not a one-time thing. It's something, something we need to deal with every day. Every day. It's choosing to say, you know, I'm going to choose to live in the presence of God every day. And I'm not going to fall prey to the desires of the flesh, the lusts of the world, my own agenda, my selfish ambition, my impure motives, my jealousies, all the garbage that I'm dealing with all the time. I choose not to go that route. But like Paul, I choose to let that stuff die off and be buried so that I can be in the presence of God every day. And we'll talk more about that t tonight or, or tomorrow sometime. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but you know, that's what God wants from every one of us. He wants us to come to the place of total surrender. It's giving up our agenda. It's giving up what, what we want to do. And it's yielding ourselves totally over to him. Now, I'm going to pray, I'm, I'm going to pray with you in just a moment what I call the prayer of Romans 6.13, for lack of a better term. Uh, <clears throat> again, Romans 6.13, do not present the members of your body as instruments uh, to sin and unrighteousness, but present the members of your body as instruments to God for holiness and for righteousness. And this, that's what we're going to do. This is critically important that we yield the members of our body over to him. There's a divine exchange that takes place. And I'm going to go into this later too about the difference between the five natural physical senses that we have and our five spiritual senses. Just as you have five physical senses, you have five spiritual senses that correspond to that. And so we're going to go into detail about that uh, tonight actually. So, but, but here's the, here's the point. We want to come to the place of surrendering our natural physical senses so that our spiritual senses can be activated and entertain the presence of God so that we can move into a new arena of the Spirit of God, okay? And so, um, and then after that, I'm going to pray with you for impartation that your eyes be opened to see in the realm of the Spirit. Now, as we do this, I'm going to ask you to be interactive with the Lord. I don't want you to just sit there and just mentally agree with what I say. I want you to engage yourself with the Lord, giving over your five physical senses to activate your five spiritual senses. Okay? We're going to give them over to Him. Are you with me? Okay. Okay, let's pray. Father, we welcome you here. God, we yield ourselves to you now in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to just really relax. I want you to, you know, if your shoulders are up tight or your, 
you know, your hands or lay, whatever. Just, just really kind of relax. Relax your neck, you know, relax your shoulders. Just relax. It's easier to receive when you're relaxed. <clears throat> Come Holy Spirit. So now just begin to entertain his presence. Just let him come on you. Now first, I want you to give your eyes to the Lord. You go ahead and do that right now. You know, every day we're, we, we look at a lot of things that we shouldn't look at. And I know a lot of you in this room are into internet pornography. Just listen to the heartbeat of God. Listen to the Spirit of God. We're giving our eyes to the Lord. So God, open up my spiritual sight. Open up the eyes of my spirit. Lord, that I might begin to see you. That I might see into the heavens. That I might see things from your perspective. So God, I give you my eyes. That I might see with your eyes. Now give him your ears. Now again, we, we listen to a lot of things that we shouldn't listen to. So give him your ears. God wants us to put a, like a filter over our ears so that we can filter out all of the noise of the world so that we can hear his quiet whisper. So, God, I give you my ears, Lord, that I can clearly hear your voice. Now, give him your mouth, your, your lips, your tongue. 
You know, that's where we, we get in trouble every day. You know, the word says that sweet water and bitter water should not come out of the same opening. But it does. Because we come together and worship God and we're praising him with our lips and then we walk away and we curse man made in his own image. And he says, you know, these things are not to be that way. We don't want to let any unwholesome word proceed out of our mouth. So we're yielding our mouth, our lips, our tongue to God to speak his words. So God, I give you my, my lips, my tongue. Lord, that every word is going to honor you that comes out of my mouth. Now give him your nose. You know, we're, we, we get so used to smelling the stench of the world and, and we just become hardened to it and it becomes acceptable to us and we don't think anything of it. God, I want, I want an intimate relationship with you. God, I want to be drawn so close to you. I want to be so close to you, God, that I can smell your presence, that I can smell your fragrance. that I can smell your perfume, that I can smell the incense of the Lord. So God, I give you my nose. I give him your hands. that they touch nothing unclean but only what he's touching that these hands would reach out to the lost these hands would reach out to those in need that these hands be laid on the sick and they will recover in the name of Jesus So God, I give you my hands that they might be an extension of your hands. I give him your feet. You know, too often we're, <clears throat> we're just out blazing our own trail. We drift off path. We're not following him. We're going our own way.
Some of us are going the wrong way on a one-way street. So God, I turn around and I come back to you. Lord, I want to walk in cadence with you. Lord, I want to be where you are. I want to stay in stride with you. God, if you say go, I'll go. If you say wait, I'll wait. If you say step out on the water and everybody else says that can't be done, I'm going to fix my eyes on you and I'm going to come to you. God, I'm going to follow you. Some of you in this room are called to the nations. Yes, God, I'll go. Some of you are called to the state. Yes, God, I'll go. Some of you are called to the city that you live in. Yes, God, I'll go. Some of you are called to the place where you work. That's why you're there. Yes, God, I'll go. Some of you are called to your neighborhood, your family. Yes, God, I'll go. So God, I give you my feet. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring. Now give him your heart. Give him your broken heart. Give him the hardness of your heart. heart. I want a pliable heart. God, I want a heart after you. A heart of love. A heart of compassion. God, I want your heart. So, Lord, I give you my heart that I might know your heartbeat. <clears throat> you know, the mind is a battlefield. That's where the, the battles are won or lost is right there. Romans 8 says, the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. We have a choice to set our mind on the things above. So God, I, I want a pure mind. I want a renewed mind.
God, I give you my mind that I might have the mind of Christ operating in me. Now give him your whole person, spirit, soul, and body. Surrender it all. God, everything I am, I give to you. Everything I have, I give to you. See, God's not interested in 50% or 75%. He's not interested in 95%. He wants 100%, and this is the moment. God, I surrender all, 100%. God, not my will, but your will be done in my life. God, I abandon my own selfish ambition, my own desires, and I surrender my will to your will. God, that your plan and your purposes and your call on my life will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Now, that's what it is to die every day. You know, I've been doing it for years. I still do it. I don't do it as a formula. I do it as a reminder that I'm choosing to live according to the Spirit in the presence of God as opposed to doing my own thing. So I encourage you to take time every day to yield the members of your body to the Lord to be used for his glory. Now in just a moment I'm going to pray and ask the Lord uh, for, for impartation of spiritual sight. There's a biblical basis for that in 2 Kings chapter 6 where Elisha and his servant were standing there and the servant said, Elisha, the enemy's come. They've surrounded the city. They're coming after you. We're dead. 
And Elisha looked at the servant, and he said, ah, he said, that's no big deal. He said, there's more with us than there are with them. And I can just see the servant scratching his head, thinking, what are you talking about, Elisha? One and one is two. There's two of us. There's thousands in the enemy. What do you mean there's more with us than there are with them? And then Elisha prayed a prayer. He said, oh, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he might see. He didn't say give him eyes to see. He already had the eyes to see. You already have the equipment. You've got the eyes to see. It's a matter of activating your eyes to see. He said, oh, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he might see. And instantly, God opened his eyes, and he saw the chariots of fire. He saw the heavenly hosts. He saw the army of the Lord. They were, they were surrounding the enemy. They were far outnumbering the enemy. They were there all the time. Two people in the same circumstance saw it from two different perspectives. One was full of fear. We're dead. It's over with. Because he was looking at the natural circumstances with a natural eye. Elisha was full of faith and confidence, no sweat, everything is cool, because he was looking beyond the natural circumstances into the realm of the Spirit to see what God was doing in the heavens, and that changed everything. Can you imagine what would happen if you were in that circumstance every day where, where, where your, your, your circumstances around you were pretty bleak, they, they didn't look very good? And all of a sudden, God opened your eyes to see things from his perspective. It changes the ball game right then. You know you're not alone. You know that the Lord is with you. You know that what he is doing, that God is in control. And that you can get on track with him. And that you can begin to move in the spirit realm with him. Everything changes. Everything changes. So that's the biblical basis for praying the prayer that I'm going to pray. And, and tonight I want to talk more about, you know, the, 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 the mechanics of seeing the Spirit, if you will, of, of exactly what happens and, and how all of that stuff works. Uh, we're going to take the mystery out of the supernatural tonight. And we're going to dumb it down where everybody in here can fully understand. You are far more spiritual than you think. You've had more encounters with the Lord than you've given credit to. I'm going to prove that to you tonight. Okay? People say, well, you know, how do you see angels? Do you see them with your eyes open? Yeah. Do you see them with your eyes closed? Yeah. Do you see them like you see people? Yeah. Most of the time I see them as, you know, like a, a, as an image transposed over what I'm looking at. You know, kind of almost like a milky, like you, you know, like they're transparent. You just see right through them. <clears throat> I've seen them as columns of light, sparkling lights. I've seen them like a spotlight moving across the room. I've seen them in a lot of different forms. Sometimes I see the whole angel, part of the angel. Sometimes the way they're dressed, what they're doing. And I'm going to show you tonight that most of you have too, if not all of you. Okay? We don't worship angels. We worship God and Him alone. He's the source of our worship or the object of our worship.
not angels. We don't build shrines or memorials to angels. We worship God and Him alone. God created angels for a specific purpose. To co-labor with us as we're doing the works of the Lord. Okay? So if you're ready, let's all let's stand up as we pray. I want you to keep your focus on the presence of the Lord now. <clears throat> Stay engaged with him. again, Father, we welcome you. Lord, we just ask you that you to open the heavens over this building and let your presence come down. God, that every person in here would just be consumed by your presence. Father, I ask for an impartation now, Lord, a release of that anointing, a transference of that anointing to see in the Spirit. And God, just like Elisha prayed, oh, Lord, I pray, open their eyes that they might see. That they might see beyond this natural, physical world into the supernatural realm of the Spirit. God, that you'd remove the scales from the eyes of their spirit. That you'd pull back the veil and let them behold you as you really are. God, that the eyes of their spirit would be enlightened now to perceive the things of the spirit. Lord, open the heavens. Now, some of you are already seeing, you're seeing stuff that may be distant, foggy, vague, you know, not real clear. Ask God to bring clarity. If you feel like God is, is, is wanting to take you someplace, don't resist. Don't hold back. Just go with the Spirit. Just go with the flow. Let God take you where He wants to take you. Let Him show you what He wants to show you. of your presence, O oh God. Come, Holy Spirit. Eyes to see <clears throat> and ears to hear. God, I ask you to open up ears, voice, 
speak, Lord. You're listening. How many of you God's speaking to right now? Just listen. That's his voice. pray open their eyes that they might see God is unfolding stuff to many of you just go with it God we ask for more revelation wisdom insight understanding about the things of the spirit Right, just yield, just yield to him. Don't let your don't let your brain get in the way. Don't let your mind talk you out of what God's doing. Some of you are seeing the ministry of angels. Others of you are just seeing into the heavens. Others of you are seeing uh, some things that God is putting in your heart. Those It may not really make sense to you right now. But God's bringing revelation to many of you right now about what he's doing. Some of you, some of you are destiny. your purpose. Some of you, it's like you've been on the back burner for a long time and God's reigniting the front burner and he's moving you up. Some of you are like the the old wine bottle down in the cellar. It's been sitting there for years and years and years and years. And now God's fixing to take you off the shelf and pop the cork. The best wine sits on the shelf for years. And now it's time. It's time to pop the cork and let the Spirit flow. That's right, just yield, boy. He's really in this place. Just yield to him now.
And for sake of time, I, I want to just see how many of you had a real encounter with the Lord where God opened your eyes, you saw something beyond the natural, maybe you're not even sure what, or it wasn't real clear, but, but maybe you had a vision or you saw something. Would you raise your hand just real quick? I just want to see. Good, good. Okay, how many of you feel like God took you someplace and, and showed you something? I want to see that. Raise your hand. Good, good. Okay. Now, those of you that didn't raise your hand, tonight we're going to explain what just happened and that how you're seeing more than you think you're seeing, and you're okay. So don't let the devil tell you you're not. Don't struggle with stuff saying, well, that's this. Listen, this is for every believer, every born-again believer, to assist you in doing God's purposes for your life. That's what it's all about. And so tonight we're going to we're going to clarify all of this stuff and all those doubts and all those things that you struggle with in your mind uh, with all of this stuff. Listen, I did for years. If anybody struggled with it, I did. And far more than most of you. And as Bill said, if, hey, if I, can, if I can make this transition into this stuff, I know you can. Okay? I want to give just a couple of quick testimonies. You, ha you had a real experience of the Lord. I want to hear about it real quick. Just a couple of you come up real quick. Do we have another? Oh, good, good. <clears throat> Just real quick, a couple of you. Yes. So the Lord took me to the top of this mountain, and there's a, an angel dressed like a Roman soldier without the headgear. And he says, we're here to battle with you. Look in the valley, and there's millions of angels in the valley just saying, says, they are with you where I send you to go. They're fighting the battle on my behalf with you. So don't be afraid. Just go right here to go. They'll bring healing. They'll bring breakthrough. They'll bring everything you need to do what I called you to do. Yes. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. That was a direct word from God right there. That was God. Okay? Somebody else. Come on real quick. Yes. I just, I found myself in Jesus' lap. And we were just snuggled up. And uh, in front of us was a sea of glass. And that's what I saw. Wow, cool. Awesome. <laughs> Praise God. Somebody else. One more. One more, come on. Okay, you come, come too. A couple of you responded at the same time. Was somebody else over here? Real quick, we'll just get a couple more. And so um, a couple of things he said, that, that there was stuff ahead of me, but that I was going to get through it and everything was going to be good. And he also took me up to the gates of heaven and he opened up the gates and it was all foggy and there was, and he said, but here, this is all yours. This all belongs to you. And he, oh, whoa, oh. Wow. Did she get a word from God? Did God speak to her? He just showed her what, you know, identified some stuff, but he's going to see her through it all, right? Now that's really cool. Yeah. First, I was, I was like going in a world where I'm all these different colors, mm -hmm. purples and greens and blues. And then, uh, then I saw an angel 
his big wings spread out, and uh, then I saw the close up, and she smiled at me, and it smiled at me. It was beautiful. Wow, praise God. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. With that. <laughs> Electrocutor, God. Praise God. <clears throat> okay, you ain't seen nothing yet. We're just getting started. Come on, real quick. Here, I'll meet you over here. <laughs> Looks like you need some help. <laughs> yeah, you hold the microphone because I want you to keep your teeth. Was that all? <laughs> now, some of you are thinking, this is weird. They've lost their marbles. You know, this can't. Okay, just come back tonight. I'm going to explain all this stuff, okay? It's not weird. It's God. Okay? You guys are awesome. So, here. <clears throat> things the Lord impressed me about right now. Um, one is uh, just to, to let you all know, we have the, an intercessory drummer group. A lot of them are sitting over here, but uh, they were here earlier this afternoon. It's part of setting the tone for the atmosphere that you get to walk into when you came back from lunch. Tomorrow night, aren't you going to be uh, somewhere at 4.30? Isn't that correct, Carl? So I, I think maybe here or out there or something. So it, I'm just telling you, because if you want to experience more, that's a great place to be. It really is. They, they experience a lot in the spirit. The other thing I was really impressed is to, to, to remind you again, because I think it would be more so this group than necessarily the nighttime group. I really believe that there are a handful of you in here who are going to be in our school of ministry this year, our supernatural school of ministry. We have about 30 students. It's, it's a nine-month course, but for those of you who are saying, I, I've got to have more, I want to keep going in this, I want to devote myself in, a, in an entirely different way to the Lord this year. Wow. I, I, I guarantee you, for those several that the Lord will call to, this is going to radically reroute your life in a way that will be undeniable. And so um, the school's already been around, it's already been going for two weeks this year. One twentieth of, uh, of it's gone. That means 
most of it's still coming. You do have time, but you have to let us know this weekend. It, it, we're only opening it because we knew this conference was going on. There were, that there would, the Lord kind of let us know there would be a few of you that had to be in there. So rather than reason away why you can't do it, if the Lord's impressing upon your heart to do it, I encourage you even now, before you go to dinner, talk to Lonnie. Raise your hand, Lonnie, director of the school. Next to him, Angela. She's one of the assistants. And Blaine in the end, raise your hand. Um, uh, Shandy's not here, is he? Oh, Shandy in the way back is another uh, assistant. So talk to one of those four and say, this is crazy. I don't know how it's going to work, but this is what's going on in my heart. Just talk to them. It's not committing you to anything, but talk to them. And you really have to let us know this weekend that it's absolutely closed after this weekend or this year. So uh, with that being said, um, we, uh, it's a little bit after four. We have till se- uh, seven o'clock. It starts tonight. We are starting on time with worship, with everything you just heard about worship and the angelic activity that's going on. I, I hope you come back <laughs> ready to worship. And to go for it. That's why we have flags up here. People who see in the spirit, they will tell you the things going on when the flags are waving. You're not just waving a flag. There's warfare going on. There's worship. There's you're agreeing with heaven. There's there's banners. There's when the shofars are going. There's things happening. So our worship is very experiential intentionally. And I'm inviting you into it. I'm saying enter into this. Make it part of, y- of this conference experience, especially if it's new to you. Just you're in a very safe place. Enter in. Just try some things you hadn't done before. Dance. Do something. Raise your hands. Clap. Get excited. But do something. And uh, so we're going to start on time at 7. And tonight and tomorrow, for all day tomorrow, for you Saturday morning, uh, afternoon people, um, you can park anywhere in the parking lot tonight and tomorrow because the school's going to be done, you know, today. So when you come back from dinner, you can park anywhere or tomorrow. You can park anywhere. But still, please, again, one last reminder is to be considerate of the neighbors around. Not, no no loud noises out there. Okay? So I think we're good. And uh, that was awesome, Gary. He, he's, that was amazing. <laughs>